0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and
1: more affordable than you might think.
0: Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
2: The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
3: Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Kunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter. It is the 19th of August two thousand and twenty three call us at eight five five law radio again eight five five law radio if you want to be on the radio or you just want to talk to Calhoun and our producer remember we 're only talking about general topics of law. Do not uh, think that whatever we say you 're going to use in a court of law, seek counsel don't you know don 't just say, hey, I heard this from Radio Law talk, and it was wrong, therefore. They're liable for whatever I did. (laughs) We're not liable for what you're doing, by the way. You're on your own. This is just for entertainment purposes. Um, You know, this is the most entertaining, uh, exciting, but only sometimes informative show on earth, we say. But uh, the reason we do that is we want to make sure that you don't set your expectations too high. Because today, Todd and I are just... Kind of in a funk day, man. We're just kind of like cruising, chilling, relaxing. Uh, We're going to tell you behind the scenes stuff. What's going on? This is usual. What is the usual thing that's happening right now? What's the Todd? What's the usual thing that's happening right now? Say it. Well, uh, see, the show's two minutes in. Denise gets here. Denise is walking in (laughs) with her toast and her thing, and this is about her normal time. No. No, Yes, that is. He was
2: here only a minute late yet yeah, last week. Oh, there we go. I'm so, I'm
3: so we had, Denise, we had to just throw you under the bus. Just, you know, what the hell. But mild. anyway, I
2: mean, there's a mild throw under back the bus. Back to school, right,
3: friend? Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, it is back to school. Uh, speaking of back to school, Blindside, the movie, there's lawsuits yeah. going on with that. This is interesting. We're going to talk about the Todd Cunin theory is behind the blind side, is what we believe. And <clears throat> so does he. And look, I think Todd will you know, but you don't have to you know, really live with her or chat too much with her, but you will comfort Britney Spears a little bit, you think? I know that would be a lot though, but mm-hmm. but maybe she's getting a divorce and do you think you could you'd comfort her is or is forty too old for you? Uh via FaceTime or Zoom, but no, nah. <laughs> Todd right. Keenan's gonna gonna help Brittany out uh, via Zoom at least. We got uh, Susan Sarandon lawsuit uh, that she's suing someone. We're gonna talk about that. Leah Remedies bringing a lawsuit. We're gonna talk about her lawsuit. Uh, child bunk bed, uh, be careful of these bunk beds that are dangerous. Uh, jury verdict in Ohio, we're going to talk about that. Alec Baldwin might be having some more issues coming up. My gosh, that story never ends with the Rust uh, case. But uh, I, I think this
4: case is going to be studied for years into the future on right. how to bungle an investigation... <laughs> And and press releases and prosecution. Good heavens! How many wheels can come off that? Yeah, car? and
3: how many how many prosecutors have stepped down or you know? The, okay, we're not we're we're not going to deal with this. I don't want to touch this, and yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just such a high profile. What a sad story, though. No matter what the situation was, what what comes out of it. What a, a tragic uh, loss of life and a wonderful woman that you know had a child and marriage and. And seemed to be, you know, at the top of her career, and, and, and things were going great in her life, and just tragically taken. But yes. That's, that's part of life, but uh, we're also going to do case or no case. Denise, how's things?
5: Things are great.
3: Yeah, so, that, well, it sounds like even though she's a touch late, she's, she's not late. She's on time.
5: No, I I know I'm a little late. No, that's, she what, that's she's, she's, she's on
4: time.
2: She she was here at DST. <laughs> well, ha- Denise Standard Time. <laughs> she, she has an electric car, you know, and those Oh, no, she couldn't get it started.
3: <laughs>
5: no, it was nothing like that. My my husband had to work this morning and so I didn't get my coffee made and I didn't uh, get my
6: oh, I like,
5: got my starts? coffee made but I didn't get breakfast made for me so I'm oh, like a couple minutes off.
3: Wait minute, so you had to do something on your own, like make your own breakfast.
5: Hey, we have this deal. You know, what's the I deal? I cook during the week, and on Saturdays he gets that's me a, ready for the show.
4: That's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think that's great. This, yeah, uh, th- this is actually something that was heard in the household this morning when she got up. Alexa, how do you make toast? <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> no, he made me coffee. My coffee was ready, but not my breakfast.
3: So what? What Todd? What's in your house? Who who makes your stuff? Um, well, I, I have an uncle. He, and uh, <laughs> his un-
4: Uncle, his first name's Old McDonalds, and oh um, yeah, the
2: farm, right? Yeah. yeah. And let,
4: let me tell you something. They they always. I mean, look, I go from saying what I want to actually eating what I just said within minutes on, on a on a good day, forty five seconds to a minute. On a bad day, maybe it's five minutes. Not five, five. couple minutes. Well, maybe. it just depends on how many other uh, people are relatives are in line <laughs> to eat <laughs> to eat the same thing.
3: Uh, I noticed you didn't bring me one this morning. That was i, I actually glad you I, didn't because I want well, to die again. And, and I knew that. I knew
4: that. Oh. And I did not want to see. Last week we were talking about you don't want to be in contempt of clerk. You don't want to be in contempt of court reporter. I don't want to be in contempt of Fred's wife. I for know. giving him food, <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> he's supposed hungry. to
3: be on a diet. So well, actually, Monday the official one starts, but I've been on the what do you call it? The intermittent fasting. So, oh, yeah. so noon and six,
2: basically calorie reduction.
3: Oh, noon reduction. to six. A noon, noon I eat, and six. And so six. the answer is from seven to eleven. I'm really
2: not very nice. So you <laughs> eat when the sun is at noon, and then you eat as the sun goes down. That's uh, that kind I'm of a, trying you know, to do that. But I, ther- yeah.
3: I don't. Nothing works anymore, Cal. I just, I, I, had, yeah. I had the diet center people call me and say, "Fred, we want you to come back." And I'm like, "All right, I know." Mm-hmm. Actually, she's like, "Well, so you've been pretty good. It's been 12 years, 10 years." I said, "Yeah." So I'm going to go back and meet my friends at the diet center, and
2: we sit there and talk about why we're eating too much. Well, the important thing is to enjoy yourself, Fred. Go back there, and just yeah. take everyone donuts and and have a seat with and them and have a nice meeting, there and you there know, go. it's and be Tom can good. bring the bring the breakfast out. <laughs> It'll be
3: a good time. All right, so uh, we're here to... You want to just do a
2: teaser, cow a case or no sure. case? Because that's uh, why people come yeah, here. I will, I will set you up a little bit because sure. this is kind of a long front end on this one. Yeah, this yeah. involves a couple who like to shop at those close-out places, you know, oh, Amazon returns all of that. Yeah. So they went and got a shower door and installed it. And it didn't go as well as they might have hoped. At the end of the day, so we'll tell you their saga and their case, or no case. Uh, you know, you buy it for seventy percent off. What do you want? Well. A you fully get, functioning get, product. Yeah, you kind of get what you pay for. I've never done those. Have you guys ever done the Amazon? You buy the pallet of returns. I have heard people, other people do that. I've never. It's an auction. It's an auction. I didn't know it was an auction. Did you, Todd? You have to actually. No, bid I have on, no it. idea what you're yeah. talking about. A uh-huh.
3: pallet. You can go yeah. to like Amazon. They they have like when you returns, yeah. they do, they just throw it on a pallet and you bid and on you a You bid on it. Bit on a pallet and you get yeah. whatever's it's, in it. It's like that storage. It's like storage for it sounds like.
4: Yeah. It. They
5: but, have a store in Stockton and like every Wednesday or every Thursday, something like that, they open up the doors and you can go in and buy the things that are rejects. And um, Is it it's individual like, or
3: is it on a pallet?
5: No, it's not on a pallet, it's individual but it's so mm. cheap that my sister got into kind of an addiction to it <laughs> and her house of started stuff. getting oh full of stuff and she's like Florida. would have saturday you know garage sales trying to get rid of it wow. <laughs> yeah oh,
2: because
5: it? it's intoxicating apparently I told
2: my wife there's a reason people brought that stuff back you know <laughs> and and it's hard to to get that straight you, you're buying junk basically somebody else junk in a way well yeah
4: now now i'm offended because that explains the email i got from amazon the other day saying dear mr cunin we'd like you to come and see Sit on a pallet in our warehouse oh. <laughs> next Tuesday so people can bid on you. And I thought it was a dating thing or
7: something for
3: charity. Oh, I'm on the reject pile.
6: Yes. <laughs>
3: when we come back, we're going to talk about a shower door and what's happening on A Case or No Case. Hang on.
2: This is Radio Law Talk, and as Fred told you, there's much more of it coming right up right here on this station. All you have to do is stay tuned. We've got a lot of things to talk about. And, of course, we always have our ubiquitous movie bumpers like with like this one.
5: Lions
8: and tigers and bears.
5: Oh my!
2: Yep, we got that and other stuff coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. Stick around. You found Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and radiolawtalk.com
10: Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
0: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable,
6: Like that
2: show. This is a great time to call the show. 855 Law Radio. That's 855 Law Radio
3: so we're back go ahead and tell us about the uh, shower door cow that was
2: installed now it's time to play and they got a case cheese. or no case all right here we go <clears throat> joan <clears throat> excuse me there we go oh, joan and philip are bargain shoppers close outers, those places that buy store returns and resell them they were all over that as they remodeled their bathroom they realized they could use a shower door philip said hey i saw one at the bargains only location by my work so over they went they found the perfect size that even opened the correct way, brought it home, and laboriously installed it one Saturday. And when they were done, the Phil- Jones said, I have to go make a, a food shopping run. And Philip said, okay, I'm going to shower up, you know, because we want to go out later on tonight. So he got in there, jumps into the shower, finishes the shower, and pushes on the shower door, and it's stuck. <laughs> it doesn't open up stuck. He banged on it. He pushed on it. He played with the seal. He did everything he could do. And finally the glass broke and he fell and stepped on the glass and cut up his foot. And he had to go you know, had to, go to the ER and get his foot stitched up and messed up his date with his wife. Uh, they postponed their date, called a lawyer after they got home from the doctor and said, look, this is a door from a nationally known manufacturer. They sold it to me. There's no reason it shouldn't work properly. I think I have a case or no case. Denise, what do you think?
5: I knew that was coming. (laughs) You're going to penalize me for being a two minutes. No, I I am
2: thankful to you. I owe you a great debt of gratitude. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, yeah.
5: Okay, so so, so obviously, um, if it had been installed correctly, then there could be a case here. I mean, the the question is going to be the installation, because if if it was a manufacturing defect or a failure to warn, see, I've learned something from you, Fred, <laughs> um, then there would be a cause of action. But they put the door in themselves, and they installed it. And I'll bet you ten to when they installed it backwards. Um, so that's kind of a funny thing. I'm going to say this. It's just too clean. And it's just too factually, it could be a case. Wait,
2: shower, too clean, got it.
5: Yes. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I'm going to say no case.
2: No case.
3: Okay, Fred, what do you think about that? All right, what do I think? Uh, Let's do this. Uh, This is clearly a scenario. Shower door bargain brand. I think Cal was at a bargain place, bought something, and it didn't work well. First of all, you have to ask yourself, Uh, was it installed properly or not, because it could be an installation issue, which wouldn't be the fault of the manufacturer. Um, So I say it's a scenario but not a case. But the answer, if it was a case, more than likely the first question would be by the manufacturer, was there a manufacturer defect? Uh, But they would point to more than likely and probably when it was installed improperly, and therefore since it was installed improperly uh, by the homeowner, because it's not a reputable inst- installer of shower doors that uh, there's where the defect was or the, or the cause of the uh, door not opening properly. Therefore, it would be the fault of the homeowners. The homeowner would lose, but it's a scenario. It's not a case.
2: All right, Tom, what do you think about this? Because, look, it's a brand name. They sold it. It was discounted, I agree, but it was sold. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that we're not missing a point here. Yeah, this was a national brand, a well-known company. And was the question this, that in my view, when I was looking at this, the question I had was, yeah, was it properly installed or was it returned because it was defective?
4: Well, that's interesting because Denise, both Denise and Fred have said that this was a scenario, but not a case. Right. And yep. and I, Cal. You brought up that last part, mm-hmm. and I, I think that there was some trickery on your part. What? Because because what you're trying to do Never. is is get me to go along with Fred and Denise so that you can maybe get three or some points for this. But I don't know how that would be. I, you know, I'm sorry. This I, I got to go with Fred and Denise on this one. Uh, I, I think this is a scenario, not a case. Mm-hmm. If uh, if this was one of those things where if if the manufacturer could face serious liability in a scenario like this, I can't see any manufacturer that would ever sell something and allow it to be installed by a homeowner. They would insist that it be installed. Professionally installed because you know, good heavens! If we're going to get sued every time some homeowner homeowner messes up, you know, we, we'd be out of business in a hurry. So uh, I, I think it's a scenario, not a case.
2: All right, that's that's very good. I think there's a the chance so that you're telling me uh, that, there's that, a chance. It, no, okay, there's not. There's no chance. It's just a story, <laughs> which came about when Donna got stuck in our shower oh, and, no. and, oh and couldn't get the door open. <laughs> I have that
5: fear. I absolutely have that yeah,
2: that fear. The seal had gone bad in just a little spot, and you had to really work the seal to get it to open up. And I thought, well, mm. you know, that was relatively new to us. <laughs> Cal
4: what? tried to blame the manufacturer. Of course, <laughs> it's never my fault. Come Cal, on, Cal
3: is the <laughs> one that actually put it in and installed it. It was installed all cattywampus. Had it professionally
2: installed. <laughs> By my son-in-law. Okay. There so, there <laughs> just fine. Just fine. Well, give us a teaser for the next one. Oh, yeah. next one is going to be interesting. This centers around a high school in Central California that required all students to give a copy of their car key to the administration in order to park in the school parking lot so they could conduct random searches. So we'll talk about that next hour on Case or No Case and get your thoughts on what is certainly an interesting mm. situation. So that's right. next time on...
3: No uh, actually, that was in the 70s, and they actually had you hold the extra paddle with holes in it as they whipped you, too. So, here, give me your car key, the, the spare, and hold the paddle, extra paddle, in case this one
2: breaks on your bum. And
3: grab your ankles. Yeah, okay. grab your ankles, <laughs> and you know what? And then we'll sit there as the team. We'll sit as teachers and have a beer during a recess and uh, smoke cigarettes in the car while we're driving you places. And, and make outside. fun of you guys. No, I love the part in the 70s when, when the teachers, which were wonderful people, by the way. I love my teachers. I grew up on I, I, I lived in utopia, I'll be honest with you, with my wonderful school and teachers. But I love the fact that they were being really thoughtful of the kids and would step outside, about two inches outside the, the uh, classroom and smoke. <laughs> They're all come whoofing <laughs> into the classroom. It was awesome. We're not smoking in the classroom. While we come back, we're going to talk about the blind side. Man, I didn't... Let's take a guess. We're going to tell you how much it grossed so far. I didn't realize
2: this. Wow. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with much more of the big show right here on your local radio station and always on RadioLawTalk.com. be back the commercials and other announcements aired on radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor the airing of said announcements on radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement the announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat diagnose or cure any disease these claims have not been evaluated by the fda
1: wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated
6: The News update: Staggering sums of money. Former President Donald Trump ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll a whopping total of eighty-three million in damages for defaming her. The New York jury in federal court awarding eighteen million in compensatory damages and sixty-five million in punitive damages. She originally asked for ten million. The jury deliberated for three hours and came to a unanimous verdict. Now on Truth Social, Donald Trump writing: "Absolutely ridiculous." point. I fully disagree with both verdicts and will be appealing this whole Biden-directed witch hunt focused on me and the Republican Party. Our legal system is out of control and being used as a political weapon, he writes. They have taken away all First Amendment rights. This is not America. Explanation point. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. This is how we do every day we be crying.
10: If you love them enough to
3: turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music Ah, this is mommy's jam! Then surely you'll check
2: NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat.
5: Let's play it again.
2: Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat.
3: Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
7: I need a copy of my tax return. How do I get one?
11: If you don't have a copy of your original tax return, you can get a transcript of your tax return for free from the IRS. A transcript shows most line items from your return, which is usually all you need. You can order a transcript of any return filed within the past three years, including forms 1040, 1040-A, and 1040-EZ. All you need to do is go to irs.gov transcript to order your transcript today.
6: If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Be sure and tell them, "Large Marge sent
2: you." <laughs> now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk.
4: So, uh, finishing up on this story about the Arizona woman who was arrested for allegedly pouring chlorine in her husband's coffee. She's uh, arrested for and being charged with attempted murder. Um... <laughs> The story is just... So to recap, it starts in Germany where he's stationed and he he tastes the coffee, he gets the chlorine strips, checks the coffee that tastes nasty, comes back positive for having the the presence of chlorine. And then... then (laughs) The documents that were court filings stated that the, the husband continued faking drinking the coffee while still in germany because he wanted to wait till he got back to the united states because so, he didn't want his wife prosecuted or soon to be ex-wife prosecuted in in europe now this reminded me do you remember cal maybe you remember denise too do you remember those old commercials for U ban coffee yes and and it, they'd be at the restaurant and the server would come around and say would you like a second cup of coffee sir and, and the wife says oh no jim never he, he never has a second cup of coffee he says actually i'd like some and she thinks jim mm. never has a second cup of coffee mm. at home <laughs> and then it's all about you ban coffee you know he's got a fake drink in the cup of coffee you know my husband never has a second cup of coffee at home. Yes, yeah, because you're putting bleach in it, that's why. It's not coffee, it's chlorine. It's chlorine. <laughs> well, they get back to the uh, United States, what was it? He sets up a camera, they go ahead and he gets what he thinks is video evidence of his wife putting bleach in his coffee. Takes it to the cops, what do they say? Denise, what
5: did they sell him? They told him, it's not enough. We can't see that she's putting chlorine. We can't see what it is she's putting in her coffee. Yeah,
4: we, we can't read the word bleach. I mean, for all we know, it says bleach. Leach or each. I don't know. So he has to get a better camera angle. He does. They're able to do that. The police come over, and they, they test the coffee maker, find bleach and chlorine in the coffee maker. She wasn't just pouring it. In the coffee, allegedly, she was pouring bleach in the coffee maker and letting it percolate through.
2: Wow! <laughs> the state that brought you Jody Arians now brings you the
4: bleach coffee killeress. So uh, come to find, come to find out, also she had just purchased what was it a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home in, uh, or she was released on two hundred fifty thousand dollars bond, and the high bail amount was requested because she had just purchased a home in the Philippines. So, so look. For those of you wondering about red flags in relationships, let me uh, <laughs> let, let let's, let's go ahead and keep score here. And Denise, you, you might run into this with uh, with family law cases where they come in. You know, if you ever have a, if you ever have a client come in and say, "Look, I think I need a divorce." Why? I don't know. Um, the coffee tasted like bleach. I have video of her putting bleach, and she just purchased. Uh, a home in another country i am thinking the relationship might be on the outs <laughs> you know and, and she's charged with attempted murder
5: yeah i think if that had happened in germany that it would go through the um the marsh the martial courts or whatever it is right oh uh, so you... it would not have been prosecuted by german officials it would have been processed by military court? military court okay so yeah. I think he wanted to avoid that.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe he was worried that in Germany they taste this tastes good to us.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, does Do the Philippines have an extradition treaty with us? Uh, well,
4: I don't. Yes. Uh, they, they do. Okay. That, that's right. I know they do because we did the Hitman case a couple of weeks Correct. ago where they were in the Philippines.
5: But they don't. They're not uh, members of the um, Hague convention for children they are Uh, not there but they are um that we do have an extradition treaty with them
4: but because of the bail amount and when you had that bail amount you have to surrender passports and everything like that she couldn't make it to the philippines she's stuck where she's at um unless she absconds but that's the case Denise, moving on, we had to. You, you showed me one there that you wanted to do. Was the uh... well?
5: It's like it's like attempted murder stuff. Yes, I mean, I just sometimes people are so strange. So there is a, a a person who is a very famous singer. Um, she's I think she's a rapper actually. I think that's what you would have to characterize her as a rapper. But um, her name is Megan the Stallion, right? Yes. And, she had a boyfriend, he was a Canadian rapper, and he shot her in the foot. This is no joke. I think he missed badly. And, you know, for some reason, I think sometimes to get street cred, you know, there, you certain know, the, the groups niece... of people or certain uh, types of musicians, they, they do things that are illegal to get some street cred, right? It's
2: also like a scene out of Gunsmoke where bad guys would occasionally tell a good guy, go ahead and dance, right? Or, or was it in Goodfellas where uh, once his name got shot in well, the it, feet as yeah, well? Yeah,
4: Spider, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, server, he yeah, got yeah. shot in the foot. By the way, this uh, Megan the Stallion. Right. Okay, so do you remember during the pandemic... When, when we were all home, and half the country is watching videos on TikTok and all of these ones, and there was one song where the uh, the, the lyrics are, I'm a savage. Ratchet, bougie, you know,
5: oh, yeah. classy,
4: bougie. That... Is Megan the stallion? She's the artist that recorded that. And yeah, that
5: was, and that yeah. music was used for a lot of different TikTokers, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. It was that, kind that, of a
5: background music. That
4: was the TikTok dance that you know everybody wanted to put me. I didn't do it, but uh, that was the dance that everybody was. Uh, I think Cal uploaded like ten videos of. I them. have, oh, yeah. and,
2: and they got uh, four views. Yes,
4: yes. <laughs> and so, so what happened? She gets. uh
5: well, she gets shot mm-hmm. in the foot. Luckily, it was just in the foot. And um, the rapper, Tony Lanaz, um, he has been sentenced to 10 years for shoot- shooting her in the foot. Now, he did um, apologize. He said he was very, very sorry. And he did look like he was, um, you know, taking responsibility for his own actions. But um, he's going to jail because of what he did.
4: Here's the, here's the thing about his apology. I don't know what sort of a criminal record he has, and I know his attorneys were trying to push for probation. And oftentimes you'll get probation if you don't have much of a criminal record and things like that. But his conduct, the apologies at sentencing notwithstanding, his conduct after the incident was absolutely deplorable. I mean, this, this, this happened in the summer of 2020, which, by the way, was probably at the height of her popularity with that song being played all over That's on TikTok, true. right? Yeah. And, and he had gone to a party with her, I believe, at one of the Kardashians' house, Kylie, or Kylie Jenner's house. And this incident happened as they were leaving that party. And, and there was a question about, it wasn't reported immediately, and then it was finally reported to the authorities. Well, Lana has released an album in like September or October of 2020. Ten songs on the album, and almost every one of the songs had some reference to how the the shooting never happened, and right. how could she? Well, like one of the lyrics was, "How could she claim she was shot when no bones or tendons were were affected or anything like that?" There were um, attempts to to show from from folks to show that she was lying and she was just mercilessly harassed wow. and
5: harangue. on the social media yes yeah and it was bad and you know what he didn't just shoot her once he said to her get up and dance let's yeah. see you dance he shot five times now that is very 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 reckless well she struck by five bullets Only once. That's why I said she was very lucky. That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's it's so, you know, it's it's one thing to paint this picture before a judge at the time of sentencing about how contrite you are and how you're a great father and all this but the the judge and the prosecution came back and said well let's look at everything these are the prosecution was essentially arguing these are crocodile tears because the true measure of the man the person is the way he acted after the incident when he knew what he had done and was calling her a liar for right. for for six months before he was charged and then all of that
5: so really I agree with that too so
4: he's uh he's gonna go away these are these will also be offenses that will qualify as strikes under California law and he'll have to deal with that uh, moving forward When we come back after this break we're gonna talk about an Oklahoma man who uh, wakes up one morning finds out he he's uh Main player being sued for $60 million. Wow. Yikes.
2: You are listening to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin and Denise Dirk. Stay tuned because the big broadcast will continue in just a little bit. Just because I'm
13: living
9: on the... when I thought I was out, they pulled me back. All advertising
2: for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed.
5: Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit
4: GCNlive.com today.
12: As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590.
8: That's 833-VITAL90. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that. But I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.
7: Are you a business owner? MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com.
6: beautiful
2: friendship boys are weird now, now it's time for more radio Talk.
3: so we're back and let's we were talking during the break about the arguments back and forth but uh the first thing is i want to make clarify is uh, according to mr tooyi uh, that's the fa- the father now again i'm saying father mother brother sister generically there's not we're not saying legally that's what they are but i'm just trying to make it so we're not confused as to who we're talking about here okay um and so, anyway, uh, he argues that Michael received the same amount that he, everyone else received, which is $14,000 they each received. That's from the author of the book that gave them half the proceeds to the family. And so received that. And then Mr. Toohey also says, that's the father, quote, father, um, that he only received between sixty dollars and $70,000 in royalties over the years. So he has not received that much. So, um Denise brought up a great point that we're like, oh, well, well, well. First of all, he's an adult, and he he seems bright. Um, in fact, he was at Ole Miss. Apparently, he did fairly well in school. And the conservatorship has been going on for a long time, and it's just just now he Michael's trying to to end the conservatorship. Is that right, Denise?
5: Yeah, he petitioned to end the conservatorship, and it's his position that um, that he did not know he was not a legal part of the family. He honestly thought, and maybe he thought the conservatorship granted him that status. I don't know. It's not real clear, but he thought he was a legal part of the family, and when he found out, he was very upset, and, um, and so he's now petitioned to end the conservatorship, and the Tui's will end it. They're not trying to continue. Right. That conservatorship. Right. They're like, you know, sure, we're going to agree to end that. It's, it's, it, it is, you know, it's it served its purpose for whatever Michael needed it for. Um, so it's kind of an odd situation here. Yeah. But I do understand both sides. Right. I mean... They they were the conservators for him, so they did act in a capacity of kind of caretaker, overseer, all of that for him, right? Well,
3: apparently they have to. Li- he has to live with them for the minimum of six months to be a conservator. So they interviewed uh, Tui Jr. That's the boy that was really close to Michael. Uh, Older, And he said, first of all, I'm not going to disparage him at all. He goes, I love, the, I love him. I'll love him when he's 37 because apparently he's 37. I'll love him when he's 65, you know, and, and it's not going to change. But he said he went through his texts uh, to see what the old family texts are. That apparently they have a family text chain going. And he said that he saw in 2020 and 21 that Michael – was texting him saying, If you guys give me so much money, I won't go to the, pu- the public with this thing. And their argument is, Look, he was trying to extort. I mean, that's their argument. You know, if you don't, you don't pay me this, I'm going to go to the public, you know. And
4: that, that sounds like a. Cal, go ahead and. Oh, yeah, turn that, him up. That hands. sounds like a shakedown. Um, if that indeed happened, um, y- you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I look at it from Michael Orr's standpoint. And, you know, he, just reading the tea leaves here. So what was one of the things that he said he didn't like about the movie? That he was portrayed, his character was portrayed as being slow, right? Um, and, and so he didn't like that. And, and let's face it, a conservatorship may carry with it the stigma that somebody cannot take care of themselves, that they need the help of somebody else. And so here here when you look at this and you see a guy who... he. he he was portrayed in the movie as being slow. There's a conservatorship that's still in place at the age of 37. He thinks he should have been adopted, and he wasn't adopted. I could see him being somewhat upset. Let's also not uh, overlook the fact that it was a, it was a great movie. It was great. Boy, you think he was never teased in locker rooms and spring training around his football? Uh, Family about the blind side. No, we're going to get Sandra Bullock to come here, and you know, and, and so it's something he's been living <laughs> with, and so I, I get that he's frustrated. Um, you know. <laughs> The the thing that I see with this though that is really telling it's the fact that he's got that book out
1: now. (laughs) The book tour right. The the book
4: tour that's going on. And let's let's face it, if he writes a book that is praising the Tui family and everything is great, nobody's gonna buy it because like yeah, we've already seen the movie right we already saw the movie the Blind Side. we know what this is about so in order for the book to have any sales controversy creates cash this has to happen here in order for the book to make it and yet again we see people using the legal process filing to end the conservatorship using a complaint to get it out that i didn't if if it hadn't been for this story I wouldn't have even known he had a book out. Neither did True. I. So that's But um, I will so. say
5: this, he has a he has a valid grievance, I feel. And that's because there is an adult adoption. It's the same process in Mississippi. I've done a little research okay. and um because he's not legally their child through the adult adoption process would have made him that way. He doesn't have any rights to the parents, to the brother and sister, to inheritance, to mm-hmm. for anything. I mean, I think that he may have validly been misunderstood or he misunderstood what had happened and now it's come to light what's really happened because when you get an adult adoption you you change the birth certificate
2: right,
3: right. you have
5: to use your birth certificate and it's different than the one you were actually born with right good, good
3: argument too he says that uh, they follow their lawyers and that's what their lawyers said because they were looking at what they had to do in order to follow don't forget back then the rules the NCA rules for playing football, doing it. it is so weird and yeah. strict, but they basically, Tui said, we just followed what our lawyers said to do, and that's what we did, and that's their argument. But and,
4: and, and when you talk about the NCAA rules, what you're, what you're talking about here is if he is not an adopted or biological member of the family, the NCAA is going to look at everything the Tui's did as a gift for him, that he was making money, and right. it ruins his NCAA eligibility. They needed the conservatorship as a stopgap Measure right away so that he'd be eligible to go to the uh, to the NC two A to play football. Otherwise, everything that the 2E's gave him would be compensation, or it and could be
5: because it, it could have been considered foster.
4: No, it would have, it would have by the NCAA. Have been um, compensation because he, unless there was a foster program that he went through to be placed by the state in the home, um, you know to run that issue. So the conservatorship had to had to be in place. Yeah,
3: I, I think the twoies again. This is we're
4: reading. If they this would
5: from, have adopted him, though, that's just giving money to their own child.
3: That's right. So so
4: it, so it would not have been an issue, but the fact is the adoption process takes time. And this kid needed to be in school in the fall. They didn't have time for the adoption process to go through in order for him to be able to not be in violation of the NCAA. Well, I think
5: they're the same time frame, honestly.
3: Adop- adopted or not, they can, yeah. they can they can do trusts, you know, as well as I mm-hmm. do and, and cut him out anyway, whether he's adopted or not, or a conservatorship, True. they can they can give the money to whoever they want through trust. So that that's kids are all the time ousted, you know, so I'm not going to give that kid some money. But the interesting thing is I and this is reading an article we're just reading a ton of articles and looking at the the information and one one notes down that the twoes response was that obviously these are fabricated. This is not true, and that that the, the allegation is he's just trying to extort fifteen million dollars out of them. You know, and that's, so
4: that's the that, thing that's problematic know, is right. that, because that's a criminal offense. If,
3: if if that's true, they're claiming they have at least the son. They've got it in texts back and forth, yeah. family texts, and that might have. But but it's right in the middle of this latest book tour, and I'm telling you right now, you're right, Todd. You hit the nail on the head. I, I didn't know the guy even had a book. And guess what? There's probably going to be a movie... Oh yeah, about post um, blindside. Blindside two. (laughs) Blindside two. The real behind the stories. Or there's gonna be a Netflix or an HBO program about it,
4: right? Yeah, and I want to be I want to be clear here. The compensation I'm talking about that may have disqualified him from the NCAA is the room and board when they took him in, and buying him clothes and putting him through and finishing all. It was all of this amounts that the Tuie's would have paid on his behalf before he even went to college. That's the stuff that the NCAA could have looked at and said, well, that's compensation. You're not eligible now. Isn't
3: that crazy? We look back at what the rules of the NCAA... For how many years have we been doing this? How many years have I been saying, that's crap, crud, man. That is, they're ripping these kids off. I'm glad that that now they can go make money off it. And and that's awesome. We come back, we're going to do another case or no case, and we're going to get right into some uh, really interesting stuff, including Britney Spears. Susan Sarandon, Leah Remedy, uh, Child Bunk Beds, The Dangers of Some Bunk Beds, and
2: then Alec Baldwin.
3: Wow, back at it again with Rust. Hour
2: number two of Radio Law Talk is coming up on this great station you're listening to us on and also on RadioLawTalk.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back six minutes after the next hour. RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.
14: Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least a 100 and have a great time getting there.